from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to all my fantasy children. My name is Aaron Catano Saez. And my name is Jeff Stormer. This is All My Fantasy Children. It's a character creation, world building, and storytelling podcast where each week Jeff and I take a trip to the Pine Barrens. We do. Uh, it's a lot of sand. There's some blueberries. Uh, there's a lot of traffic. We, we Really, like, the brunt of, of every episode is that we're caught in, like, a lot of traffic. And we have some time to kill. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's when we do most of our recording is, yeah. like, is just... Hold, hold on. It's, it's one and one! Come on, zipper! Zipper! I swear, I, swear, I, I, I can't. These Jersey drivers, man. These Jersey it's, drivers. It's one and one. It's one and one. God, it, it's terrible. But... You know, if you ever need to take a break, though, you get to explore the expanse that is the Pine Barrens, uh, and then you get lovely. to meet the Jersey Devil, and maybe pick a cranberry. You pick a cranberry with the Jersey Devil. With it, the Jersey Devil does take you by the hand and lead you around the Pine Barrens. Yes, it's actually, it's really, honestly, if you get a chance to take the Jersey Devil walking tour, uh, it is lovely. Wait, that's it not is real, is it? Are you you're not being are you being serious? Yeah, the Jersey Devil takes you by the hand oh, and no. <laughs> guides you through the historic sites Wait, of the Pine Barrens, okay. Aaron. But for real, there is a cranberry festival in oh, yeah. the Pine Barrens, and there's a lot of stuff about the Jersey Devil. I didn't know if there was actually like a walk you can take it over there is where the Jersey Devil first breathed fire into mankind. It's not a walking tour about the Jersey Devil. It is a walking tour with the Jersey Devil. Is the Jersey Devil nice, or is the Jersey Devil like a fierce conservationist dedicated to keeping their home safe and protected? The Jersey Devil loves nature, Aaron, and wants yeah. you to love nature, too. Every day is a discovery, is the thing. <laughs> That's on the Jersey Devil t-shirt. Because, of course, the Jersey Devil is wearing like a, just a plain white Hanes t-shirt, and written in marker, it says, every it's, day is a it's discovery. Airbrushed. It's airbrushed. Oh, you're, you're right, because you know where he got it. Yeah, it's airbrushed. They got it on the boardwalk. Yep. It's great. And the reason I bring this up to you is because I'm really excited about uh, Prompt today. Wait, we have a Prompt this week? Prompt this week comes to, us, right. from our <laughs> comes to us from our Prompt submission page on our Discord. Go check it out. Prompt is from Nocturne's Lullaby. Prompt, the beachside city at the end of the world. Now, Jeff, we are no stranger to one beachside cities or the Pine Barrens. This is, these are both true. Because we're from the greatest goddamn state in the country. Yes, this is this is true. It is the greatest state. It does not contain the greatest city, but it is the greatest state. That is true. It does not contain. But we're pretty. We're Philly adjacent, though. We're so Joe. We are in. We are in the shadow of Philadelphia. Of, of course, absolutely. Which is I can close say enough. where we grew. If you say Mount Holly to most people in Philadelphia, they go, "Oh, I know where that is." Exactly. We're not some unknown thing. But yeah. what we want to talk about. So the Pine Barrens, for listeners who do not know, I want you to Google it immediately. The Pine Barrens is a region of New Jersey that is like a giant wilderness preserve that is just pines, sand, and mystery. And there's cryptids in it, like the Jersey Devil, blueberries, cranberries, all sorts of wonderful things. But the reason I bring it up is because you, for where from, you have to drive through the mystical Pine Barrens to go to the beach. Yes. It's a time-honored tradition. Did you, where did you used to go when you were a kid? 
or as an adult? We didn't go to the beach in my childhood, really. Okay. Uh, like, we maybe went once or twice, but we were not really, like, there were there were six of us, and, like, That's it would true, have been I cramming forget. into a car. It yeah. was not really a feasible beach trip. Okay. Coupled with the fact that, like, gestures wildly itself. <laughs> um... It, it really wasn't, like, we weren't a beach, we weren't, like, beach-bound, but, okay. like, in adulthood, you know, I think we, uh, I had a couple friends with homes on uh, Long Beach Island, okay. and then I, we went up to Seaside for a few, like, a few times. Excellent. I, too, as a kid, it was mostly Long Beach Island and Seaside. Now, Seaside Heights has a bit of a reputation because of a popular television program in the late 2000s called The Jersey Shore. It's called Cheers. It's called Cheers, and it's about... <laughs> A bunch of out of towners who come to the Jersey Shore and, and open a bar, bar. and, and they, they open... <laughs> everybody it's the bar where everybody knows your name as long as you're on the beach. Do you remember when Kelsey Grammer knocked out that guy in one punch and everybody called him one shot, one shot Kelsey? I do. That was cool. Classic. Classic. Okay. So my question, this is why I'm leading into this: the beachside city at the end of the world. As a lot of people think that Seaside is like a dump based on the program The Jersey Shore, is the beachside city of the world, does it have a bad reputation because of outsiders? Like, um, it's the end, it's at the end of the world. It's obviously not really. Is it? Or is, <laughs> can it be? Because I, <laughs> I had a pitch. I didn't know if we wanted to make fucking Seaside Heights. But no, I'm... I, you know, I, I I talked about this recently where I'm trying to stay away from my tropes that I fall into, and it's fucking mystical everything. But no, please hit me. Because, like, here's the thing. I want to, like, really talk about the experience of driving through the Pine Barrens. Cause, oh, like, baby. Because, like, I, I, I mean, I'm all in on making it mystical because, like, the, the phrase at the end of the world, I feel like, has so many meetings that, like, I want to really dig into. Same, 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 same. So here's my pitch. By at the end of the world, what it is, is the, not like the chronological end of the world, not the apocalypse. It's like the edge of the world. The, at, so far out into the distance of the cosmos, where uh, reality has simply, like, faded. Well, like, okay. static around you. So, like, the experience of driving through the Pine Barrens is you're driving through the woods. Suddenly, sand fills everything you know sand overtakes everything the only things left are these massive old pine trees and slowly they become sparser and or sparser and sparser until you arrive at just beach at just beach and ocean you're absolutely right where it's like a tunnel of pine trees and when the tunnel opens up it's literally the end it's water yeah the idea that i had was like what if it was what if instead of sand it was just like static oh and so you're you're riding you're you're taking this you take this journey and like you 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 maybe you go on the ocean right and then you get to this tiny little town and you look outward and it's just like space like space emptiness yeah like white white space kind of staticky oh and like there's 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 buildings and there's things and you can walk in what feels like a desert forever but it's just this sort of staticky unnatural kind of asmr feeling as you walk through it and slow and you just see stuff right like yeah. you just pass, pass through this space where it's just like nothing and it feels like you've gone beyond the bound of reality and then there's this quiet little town on the other side i really on the edge of this. an ocean of water who knows how far that ocean goes 
And who knows if you're still in the the same plane world space that you started out in, because it seems kind of like you passed through the wall of reality. But there's a tiny town here. You're accurately describing what it's like to actually visit the Pine Barrens, too. Yes. Where it feels like you've left reality and nothing makes sense. That's the thing, because it's it's sand and pine trees. And like, like nothing there. So there's like not there's only like a couple towns in there. That's the thing. Is so, so I'm picturing it being this like thing that like if you travel by that like it it's it I, I want it to be on the edge of this like infinite expanse of nothingness, particularly because if we're talking about the experience of going to the beach towns that we, we went to, it's passing through this weird or it's like it's this beach that is adjacent to this infinite emptiness of the it. pine. I bears. dig it because you can't stop. Like on that drive, you can't like stop for like an hour fifteen. Yeah, because there's just nothing there. So if that's the, I like this. Okay, so let's talk about this town on the edge of. So what's on one side is the void, and the other is the ocean. Yeah. So like the so, so is it like an island? Basic- is it like an island? <sighs> or is the how is their beach? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm trying to get this visual because I'm try- I'm thinking of it as like an ocean, but I'm also I'm trying to visualize static. how one gets there. Do you pass through the static or do you pass through the ocean or can you go either way? I'd like this. So my initial thought is um, that there is you you pass through you you get to this town, right? Mm-hmm. Even you may drive through a forest like you may have to travel through a forest. You come out the other end. The forest is sort of encompassing and like. Where it does feel like a tunnel, where yeah. you drive through a, you have to, yeah, you go through through this this mysterious forest of enormous trees, and they cover over you like you can't see the sky anymore. And when you come out the other side, there's a town that's literally like on the edge, and like when you look out, it where ocean would be in a coastal town, mm-hmm. it is that white static that you okay. described. So there so the is white like a beach, is the ocean, the white static yes. is is okay, yeah, because it is the end of the world. Yeah, like there's sand, but it kind of like runs off an edge of something, like an hourglass, like and yeah, it, and it's like okay, imagine the boardwalk. Imagine if you stepped on that beach, you would, like, slide down and fall into an infinite abyss that makes Mm -hmm. no sense. So there's sand, but it's constantly falling down a slant on the edge of reality. And I don't even think you're falling. I think it's just, like, I almost picture it as just, like, floating or, yeah, like, floating in a milky, gravityless space, right? Like, it is just, it is just a, 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 a void, there is no gravity, there is no time, and it's just, you watch. So, like, let me give you a visual pitch. Okay. Clouds of sand and, like, disintegrated, dissolving matter. Okay. Creating an ocean-like experience. Okay, I like this. So it is solid. There are solid, there are solid-ish, like, cloud chunks. Does it move like ocean, though? Oh, Does yeah, it move definitely. like water? Okay, so it has, like, a visual appearance of water, but you would kind of fall right through it. No? I don't even know if you'd fall right through it. I kind of like it as being sort of thick and viscous. Okay. Because, okay. Can you put a boat on it or a vehicle? Hmm. Because that would that would heighten it, but also it could change it. That's a big defining thing. Or is it like you don't dare put anything on it? I, I'm leaning towards the latter, but what do you think? I, I, th- I think you shouldn't put things on it. You could. You don't know where you end up. 
That's no one's fair. ever come yeah. back. There's, there's, because it's, it's infinite on all yeah. sides. So yes. like, who knows? Yeah, because I'm thinking of like, you know, it's the edge of the world. Where like, where do you end up? Who knows? But no one's ever come back. There might be mm-hmm. something down there because yeah. you would fall kind of like into it. Yeah. And like, who knows what's down there? Like, what at this point that we've reached with this idea? Like, when you're in there, what is down and what is up? Right. It is a cosmic bleed space. Okay. So what is this town? You know, is it a, just a town? You know, like, is it just a town at the edge of the... Because it's a beachside city at the end of the world. I do want to mm-hmm. have a pitch for you that it is what we would think of as a traditional, like, Jersey town. Yeah, sure. It's like a cozy beachside town where there's, like, a boardwalk with games and arcades. Oh, sure. It's normal for us, but it's in an abnormal, strange space. And this visitor that we're going to talk about is not from there. This person visiting is not from there. They're coming at this from like, okay, this doesn't make sense. It's sort of like a Silent Hill, Twin Peaks type. I don't know what Twin Peaks is about. I think it's about somebody from outside. No, I'm thinking Silent Hill, where like you roll up and you're like, this makes no sense. Twin Peaks plot summary. Uh, It is about an (laughs) FBI agent who comes into this tiny town to investigate a murder. Uh, He's an FBI agent. She is murdered exactly on county lines. So, like, technically it is a federal crime. So he Mm. comes in and the town is weird and has secrets and it gets very weird. Okay. So this character... Just kind of wanted to throw that in there because it's interesting. So I'm thinking that this person comes to this Silent Hill-esque town for a reason and they end up trying to, what, uncover the mystery of this place, or just deciding it's a lovely place to be and, like, enjoying their stay. Like, why does anyone need to come here? Hmm. You know? Is is there something there that's nowhere else? Do people come looking to see it? Do people just want to see the end of this world? Like, you know oh, what I mean? I, I like I like that. Where I, it's a resort. It's, like, it's vac- It's like us driving down the fucking shore. I don't think it's a resort. <laughs> or is it like visiting Chernobyl? I think it's a, I think it's, I think it's like visiting like an active volcano where there's a danger and Mm. there's like, it's, you know, facing the enormity of nature and facing the enormity of the cosmos. Because like, imagine standing on a boardwalk and pick and like, there's just space and time and matter is like, not just below you, like moving like water, but like floating up around you. Mm. You know, there's there's clouds of dust swirling around, and it's just this this space where all laws of reality sort of like fizzle out because okay. there's so much space that the laws of reality cannot are spread so thin that they simply stop applying. Okay, so things are floating and things are sinking and things are going in directions they shouldn't be able to go. Just to see that once and to know the enormity of what is before you is kind of cool experience i dig it i dig it i dig it i i love it so we have a magic town yeah uh, do we want to talk about the journey you take to get there yeah when this person gets there is there anything there are there people that living in it or is it like an abandoned town is this silent hill type thing hmm or is it like there's roller coasters and boardwalks and fun? Like it's just a place like you get a fucking burger looking out at the infinite expanse. Or does this person have to kind of figure out what happened? Is this like Twin Peaks? Do we have a detective story? Hmm. 
Here are my thoughts. Well, and if you have thoughts, tell me, but here's kind of where I'm feeling. I just want some kind of, que- I mean, we could just talk about this town and f- fill it out in this region or whatever this is, or we could do that through the story of someone exploring it and experiencing it for the first time. I, I, I want to use that structure, but I think the things that I, the beats, the notes that I, I want to kind of lay out at the top to kind of guide us a little bit. Okay. Is... It's a quaint town. Mm-hmm. Like it's there's it's not it's not an abandoned town. There's like a town of people living here. Okay, because I think that's cool and weird and interesting. It is. I want to experience it along the journey of this person going to visit it. Okay, and I think it's not friendly. Like it's not friendly, fun. You know, boardwalks and burgers and things. Yeah, but I don't think it's it's. It's menacing and dangerous either. No. I think it is kind of, it has an element of, it has kind of an element of both where it's like, you ever go, you ever, you ever be on the boardwalk at night? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's that kind of experience, right? Because it's just, it's that kind of experience where I think not many people come up here. So the boardwalk and the, the town as a whole is, has that eerie boardwalk quiet. Okay, I like this. It's like when you visit, my mom was down the shore, and like when you, we go on the boardwalk, like I went like two weeks ago, I went for Mother's Day, and it's a fucking ghost town. Yeah. Because the people who are there are just there to look at the ocean and like enjoy right. it. You know, but those are, those are locals. It's like a local yeah. town. Like it's, yeah. you know. It's a beach town of locals. Okay. I Because the only it. people that are, the only tourists that are coming are these people that are undertaking this epic journey to see this calamitous thing of nature and some people stay and then yeah some people just settle down okay so why okay so let's talk about this person that we can the town be named particle yeah okay that's the first thing that popped into my head um so why are people take how hard is it to get there i would you say it's gotta be hard as fuck it's gotta be hard as fuck yeah so it's the end of the world it is okay so is it like it's that hard to reach like, you have to venture through this Pine Barren, this region of, like, you know, this dangerous giant, you know, horror wood, you know, and then it's like, and you have to, you know, is it, is it one of those things where being in, the, being in this wood, you kind of have to use the sun, use the wind, because it's always moving? Because it's a, it's a town essentially, like, outside of reality. Yeah. And this, the gate to it is basically the forest, and so kind of you have to pinpoint where it is in the exact sort of like the Chamber Arcanum where it's like it's not always physically moving. It's just kind of the gateway to it is never in the same place. Sure. Yeah, I dig that. OK. And you have to do what to get there. Do you have to have an invitation? Do you have to know someone there? Do you have to like what do you need to do to get is it does it take a special kind of person is all I'm asking to get. There? I don't think it takes a special kind of person, but I think you have to have the certain information like you got to have like you know i think you need directions or a map or a road i like the idea that you have to prepare where it's kind of like hiking the appalachian trail where like you can't just go yeah you know when you go it's sort of like i'm not gonna be back for a while type journey where like you have your backpack you have your provisions you have your map you have everything you need because you might spend 10 years in the fucking wood you know, to get there. Oh my, in the last place, like, you know, I think there's, there's two towns kind of between, 
in part there's particle which is at one end at the edge of reality and before the forest there's the town of piccalilly and that's where like you stock up that's like yeah. stone mountain is like where you start the eastern appalachian trail like that's where you'd start the eastern one in stone mountain in georgia aaron meant springer mountain and you mm-hmm. start that and walk to maine so i'm thinking the forest is the walk to maine and maine is the end of the world in this yeah. kind of like image i'm kind of getting we're like the through hike that takes six months is the walk through this forest. And parts of it are underground. Parts of, of it course. are, you know, parts of it are under, well, you have to walk under, you have to like traverse underwater and like swim. Does reality is, bend and break while you're on this journey? I think, I think, I definitely, because I think you're closing in on like a schism point yes. in the cosmos. Yes. Where like reality is, for lack of a better term, like thinner. It's like yeah. thin. And it's like climbing a mountain where the oxygen gets thinner. Except oh my it's God, that's such a good reality. fucking image. Jesus Christ. So this person, this journeyer, this person on a quest. Aaron? Yeah? Can I make a hard proposition? Oh, you can do whatever you want. I've kind of run out of ideas. No, no, no. This is, this is a, I'm, I'm throwing you a proposition for the episode. Yeah, please. Because I, I, I really want to spend the, the remainder of the duration of the episode, like... I want to take a shortcut through our on our journey to on our journey to the town of Particle. I want to take a shortcut. I'd love to hear it. Um, the shortcut is, and the reason that I'm pro- rephrasing this as a proposition is because I know that you you a few weeks ago uh, have had made a proclamation. Oh, that we won't go back. That we won't revisit uh, some of the older stuff. But I have a specific proposition that will give us a shortcut, but also feels really thematically appropriate here. Okay. What if our point of view character on this journey is one Alpine switchback? I love it. I want to use Alpine switchback because um, Alpine and uh, I believe it's he his. But if it's not, I apologize in advance. I'm just going off of memory. Feel free to correct me so that I know in the future. Um, I believe I think that's a good reason because he literally traversed the entire world. He has seen everything like everything there is, you know, and got done it all. Also, yeah. a question for you. This is my yes. twist on it. If Alpine Switchback has seen the entire world, is this the trip to the Undying Lands? There's nothing left to do. You have to leave reality behind. I kind of love that. I love that this is simply like the his, last the last it, big trip. It's his last hike. Like he's kind of comparing it to like when you hit a certain age where like your knees aren't going to let you make it through through hike of the Appalachian Trail. You know, you ha- if you don't do it now, then you never will. Yeah, and I think it's also kind of a, a settle down thing, right? Like it's it's fine. It's it's see the last thing to see and then kind of stop or stop. Of, co- of course. So okay. So this is like beyond Roadhogs, kind of yeah. like it's not like you buy a muscle car before you're too old. This is like I'm not going to be able to navigate this yep. trip ever again if I don't go now. That I'm never. Okay. Question for you then, because now yeah. I'm my, my gears are really turning. What is it that sparks this? Because usually, like, you know, I, I've wanted to do it, but I, I haven't because it's so fu- it's so hard. You know, the through hikes, they're like six months, you know, stuff like that. What is it in this experienced hiker's life that, like, triggered this, that set off this need to be like, now is the time? You know, did they lose something? Did they gain something? Did they have a realization about their own mortality? A lot of people do it because they're like, if I don't now, like, I'm going to regret this for the rest of my life. Are they going to leave something there? Like, you know, spreading ashes type of mentality. Are they just going to see it 
So then they can turn back around and say, I did everything. Or are they going there to stay? Like, what, what do you like? What, what, what's grabbing you in terms of, like, what grabbed Alpine Switchback? Because Alpine Switchback is a hiker who has seen everything, decided that the new way of hiking is to do it slowly and savor it, enjoying every tiny detail. Uh, so what's grabbing me is the idea that they are so accomplished that even taking it slow... They do. They see it all, mm-hmm. and then they get the then they get the rumor, the map. You know, like I said, you need a map. You need information. You need you need the knowledge to get there. Yeah, like you need to understand. Like, and part of it is even understanding that this is a place that is physically possible. Yeah, because you could like not come back. Like you you could never see something again. Like once you enter, once you start, I think it's either you finish or you don't. Yeah, but also I think it, it's that it's the idea that like understand like the fact that it took us 10 minutes of like hashing out the physical yeah properties of this and and we are created like we are you know spinning this as a story somebody living in that world it's going to take time to even comprehend that this is a thing that is physically possible this is such yes this is such a it's just a myth you know the people who go there don't come back how do you even know it's real they just die in that forest and so i think that like he gets the word that this is a thing that exists. It takes him time to kind of grapple with the reality of it. And then it's simply, well, I've seen everything else. If I don't come back, if I if I if I do just die in an infinite wood, I'll have seen that wood. At least I'll have gotten that far. Yeah. To see something that some that like, you know, I've still it's still something new. Yeah. And maybe and whatever it is is the last thing that I see and I want that to be something new. Wow. I love that. That's dope. So they pack up, you know, yep. they, so what do they start with? What's like the object? Is it just like a map? Is this like, you know, it's just in the community of hikers or is it like they're when a family member was like obsessed with this idea that there's an end of the world. Is it the idea that there is an end of the world or it's like, yeah, you know, if they say if you enter that forest, you know, when the sun's at its highest point in fall, like when everything's just right. If you take a step into that forest, when you turn back, what was there isn't there anymore. You're in a different mm-hmm. plane. I kind of love that it's I almost love that it's like not a uh, like a holy grail moment where it's somebody's grand obsession and somebody's like guiding them. Yeah, I kind of love like, I love that it's literally, like, somebody on a hike just tells them this story, and it's like, yeah, that's a cool thing. I don't know if it's real or not, and they're like... Yeah, they hmm. they get the NPC quest giver who's like, I don't know, they said a flaming sword is at the bottom of that cave. <laughs> I'm not crazy enough to go in there. I'll talk to you later. You know, that's kind of the idea where they're on a hike, and you... Have you hiked? I have done very short, small hikes. How, did you bump into somebody on the hike? I I think I, like I I went with a small group like yeah. this was like a college or a school thing because a lot of times when you're a lot of times when you're hiking there you run into people like other hikers yeah. going the other direction and you're like hello or you introduce yourself and you say hey like you know how what's going on like where are you from stuff like that so this was just one of those things where someone was like holy crap it's Alpine Switchback I'm like hey you know that he's like looking for an hour at a mushroom. And someone, you know, just a passing story, like, yeah, you know, someone once told me that if you walk into that wood when the sun is just right and the moon is just right, you know, when everything lines up perfectly, they say if you step in, you end up somewhere else. And like, what? Yeah. And then he's like, oh. So what does he fucking research it for years? Or he just like, is it first try? It's almost got to be first it's try, It's got to be right? first try. 
It's got to be like he's I think he lives in Piccadilly for like a few years. Absolutely. Hearing the stories of people who are coming through, hearing the stories of the people that do that do stumble out. Yes, because, oh my God, the town of Piccadilly would just be like hikers and travelers looking to reach the end of the world. So like it's like minded people being like. Oh, yeah, I used to I used to go for forests and stuff, but, you know, I ain't crazy enough to go in there no more. You know, my days are over. But, you know, it's true. I swear to you, Alpine, it's true. And so, you know, he's been hearing and hearing and studying and studying until finally, you know, I guess he gets it. He just gets it right. Yeah, he just he he's making notes. He's got a little like traveler's journal and he's just filling in story upon story upon story and so he just is like all right you feel i think the second he writes that last sentence on the last page of the journal and i'm picturing one of those like 8 by like 5 of course yeah and he's like the second he puts that last word on that last page he closes the cover and says all right think i know all i need to know time to go yeah and so he goes into the forest yes and he turns back and the town of piccolo is gone it's just more forest yeah. So he's in, what do you want to call this wood? Uh, Is it like the maze of the labyrinth, you know, the... The Baron's wood. Oh. Who the Baron is, who knows? Oh. <sighs> I feel like I need to just get up and walk around for a little bit. Because that was... That's so God. Y'all, come on. Listeners, like, that was fire. That was real time. Okay. All right, sorry. I'm like fan. I like fanboy over this. Whenever you have like a good brain, where I'm like, how does he do it? All right, so he's in the Baron's Wood now. Just outside, Piccadilly is gone. That that time is over. Now what? What is a challenge? What is your favorite in in fiction? When someone's in like a maze, a labyrinth, a type of this type of scenario where they have to solve some kind of puzzle to get their way out, what is your favorite like trope? Hmm. You know. Like, is it a Jason and the Argonauts type thing, or it's just like, you know, the Maze of the Minotaur thing? Or is it like, you know, through experience or through information that they knew, you know, they just figure out, oh, the moss grows, you know, east on this side of the tree, the the light comes from, you know what I mean? That kind of shit? Yeah. Or is it, you know, luck? Is it, you know, do they have to solve a puzzle? Does a spider slide down from a tree? Does a devil appear? And like, you know, do they have, is there, are there beings in the woods that try to either deceive you or help you? I'm a... Is it a nature hike? I'm an absolute sucker for a mirage. Okay. Mirages are cool. Find your soulmate Homer. And find your soulmate Homer. (laughs) Uh, I'm a sucker for like, so I already said there's, you know, a montage where you got to swim underwater. There's a section where you got to go underground and there's a giant spider. And, like, it's all kinds of stuff like that. But I think there's also a segment where, like, you climb over a hill and there's Piccadilly. Oh. And you're like, oh, but I thought I... And they just kind of, like, welcome you back. You can But, like, slowly, Alpine, having lived there for years, is like, hmm, these wings have mustard sauce. They don't put mustard sauce on their <laughs> wings here. Oh, okay. A- you... That is some fire. So, there... It's hard. Like... You can start a new life, and you're still yeah. in the Baron's Wood. <gasps> oh, that's, that's why, so like, scary. Like, it's scary, but also, like, it's scary, and it because it also, like, but also, it means that some of these people who don't come out, like, not everyone who doesn't come out suffers. Some people just find this weird illusion, like, illusion space and, like, live out the rest of their days. I love it. 
in this, like, town that is and isn't, and suddenly, like, and so they just kind of, like, there are spaces, there are, like, illusory spaces where you just, it just, it's almost the wood being, like, you can stop. Stop here. There are pit stops along the way where they're, like, small towns. Yeah, but they're, that's all just an illusion, and suddenly you're eating a pine cone, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I love this. So the forest is essentially conscious the forest yeah. is an entity that wants to take care of you on your journey it provides does the forest provide does it care for its hikers hmm. and i know i'm through this is so many balls we're juggling right now and it sounds like we're scattered but we're getting there i think it can i think it can if you if i think it can but it has to be convinced mm-hmm. oh like i i think it's i think that it's it's not here's what i will throw out okay it's not sentient or sapient, because I think that's a little too similar to, like, the haunted forest around Purethra Guild. But I think that it is, it is a living, it is a living entity in the sense that, like, nature is a living entity. Yes. Okay. But, like, it, that, like, in, you know, if you, if you respect nature, it respects you, so, like, but it also, there's this supernatural cosmic reality breaking element where it's, if you respect it, you know, if you respect it, even if its rules are constantly weird and shifting and changing, it will respect you back. I dig it. Okay, so is that the key to reaching particle, though? I kind of love that being the key. Is res- a respect for the force and a respect for kind of accept. You have to kind of accept that reality is breaking yeah. as you walk through the woods. You have to know that. Is it kind of like in because it sounds like if you believe in imagination enough, you can do it. But that's kind of, is that kind of what we're going for? Where it's like, if you believe that pine cone is a wing, it is. Like, do you become someone who's kind of accepting that reality is thinning, but are you shaping it as you go? Is that the direction or no? I'm going to say... I doesn't have to be. I'm not obsessed with that. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not loving that. I almost want it to be that, like, you have no control. Oh, you relinquish power. And you just be, have to acknowledge, uh, like... I can't like none of like it's it it's acknowledging the more you try and like it's a um it's a scenario where the more you try and exert the control the person that yep. the person that goes in and goes like yep. oh well the moss grows on the yep. north side oh. they're fucked yes. it's the person that goes okay well I'm just gonna follow the penguin and we'll see where the penguin takes you're me. a fucking I said exact perfect because we kept saying okay. So this is what I will based on that, this is what I will throw at you. Okay. The Baron's Wood is a mystical forest where as reality begins to thin, you have to relinquish control that this is a different place. Yeah. This is not the world you left behind. You're in a new world. Everything you brought in, like people prepare for years. Like Alpine Switchback walks in with these notes and these stories of people who've claimed to know and claimed to have been there. I, I tumbled out. All you got to do is follow the pigeon and the pigeon will lead you where you need to go. Alpine Switchback goes in, and none of that applies. Either they didn't have the same experience, or they were just spinning their wheels, and no one has ever gone in and come out. But you have to accept that everything you thought you knew about, like, nature and the world and how reality works and what is and what isn't is beginning to thin. And you have to relearn everything about wilderness survival and, like, just the world as a whole. Where, like, you know, the warmest time of day is suddenly night sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. and the coldest is when the sun is at its zenith. Like, it's these kind of challenges. And you have to learn to adapt 
in a world that is new. And that's the only way that you can reach Particle, because I think that's the only way that you can kind of handle being in this town yeah, that defies it's only, reality. It's the only way that it's the only way you can really cope with seeing co- like chaos. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Or like like, you know, the the end of all things is by going, okay, r- rules rules have stopped existing. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I I I give I relinquish any power I thought I have. I give into it and I will learn to like adapt and grow and like yeah. serve because it's about like you have to learn to survive in it. You have you have like it's about learning to respect the wood on its own terms except that its terms are weird and labyrinthine labyrinthine and ch- and changing. Okay. And it's going okay, fine. If it's going if it's going to constantly change the rules then we'll just renegotiate every 5 minutes. Whatever. Do fine. you change or does the forest change? Can you change then? Are you the both. person that you came in? When, are you the person at Particle that are you the same one that when you walked in from Piccadilly? I th- I think you both change. Yeah, of course you have to. If yeah. what is real and you relinquish all control, you can't even be you anymore. Yeah, and I love that. I love that a lot. Where like you become. I know we're getting so deep here. We're getting so deep, but we established that it's a town. This is that exactly what it, this is exactly what I wanted it to be. I wanted to get real deep, and then I wanted to kind of roll into particle and kind of now we now that we've gotten through this now that we understand how you get to particle let's explore particle okay so alpine switchback you know accepts all these challenges you know of the talking spider that's like swim under the waters and it's like but that's sand it's like you dive in you can swim through it you know Mm -hmm. so alpine comes out the other end you know the the trees open to reveal the town of particle and it's you know, it's boardwalk and a beach that slides off into nothingness and this ocean of moving, bumping matter, shifting. The only way I think we can describe it is like a shifting sand of like matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And stardust and everything. Like reality. It's a shifting ocean of reality. Yeah. And so they come to it. And what is the first thing that Alpine sees? Mini golf. Fuck yeah. Putt putt. Fuck yeah, putt putt. I love it. Why putt putt? Because it's dope. Because the, the 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 beach towns that I went to all had numerous, like countless putt. Okay. Like it was a putt putt place every three blocks. I love this because it also okay. If we want to break this down though, there's putt putt golf to be like we know you just went through a lot. So we put yeah. this here in case you need to kick back, reflect. If you need to find yourself again, here's 18 holes of wacky adventure because it's got to be lighthearted if the reality just barely exists. I think it's also part of what makes it weird and creepy to me is that it's very blasé. Mm. It's very mundane. It's just like, yeah, here's the putt-putt course. I don't know. It's the windmill. Yeah. And it's like this swirling mass of reality on one end, and they're just like, yeah, here's the butt-butt course. That's, uh... <laughs> I mean, your level of consciousness would be a little elevated. It's similar to the veil in that way, where, like, yeah. when when you're out, like, your level of understanding is a bit... You just went through the fucking ringer. You yeah. kind of just want to kick back and look at the ocean. Right, and so the people in that town, like... And and it, 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 it reflects the fact that the people in the town are used to this. Of course. Right? Yeah. Like, they 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 live at the precipice of this so like to them seeing the swirling massive reality is nothing so yeah we built a putt-putt course yeah, we uh, built a burger place ask- and you know there's a place where you can sit and just look out if you want yeah you know i wouldn't dare jump in a lot of folks yeah, do I, but i wouldn't recommend it yeah i wouldn't recommend it 
Well, what I would recommend, Dippin' Dots. Mm. Yeah, these it's the ice cream of the future. Ice cream of it's particle ice cream of the future. So we have particle now, and what yeah. does Alpine just spend spend an eternity in particle? Um, or do they come back? Are they the only person ever tumble out? I kind of like them being the only person to like legitimately tumble out. Mm, okay, so they leave. They spend a time in particle. Do they like have a life? Alpine Switchback is a lover, by the way. He's a lover. A romantic. So has a life with people, like, you know, builds relationships and then leaves. Is that the story? Is that a good story? Or do they just see it and turn around? I almost want it to be that. Yeah. I don't think that it's like, this is not what he wanted. Well, I think it, that's the thing, is it, I think it is. Is it when it's just like kind of a joke? He gets, well, I think he got there. He saw it. Maybe he spent the night. Maybe he got a burger, you know, met someone, met someone pretty, had a great night, got up the next morning, looked out again, smiled and said, check it off the list. Okay. Turned around and walked back. Okay. So Alpine Switchback continues. I think won't I ever think, take anyone to Particle because they take people on hiking guides. I don't think they ever. I think that that's the closing note, right? Yeah. Is like, is that. Alpine comes back, and in Piccolilli, they're like, so did you see it? Nah, I couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Yeah, it's not much. Leaves the notebook behind. Yep. You know, even if I did, I heard it wasn't much. Yep. You know, it's about, that's when it gets real uh, Alpine switchback, because we said he loves to, like, wax poetic. You know, it's about the journey through the Baron's Wood, man. Let me tell you something. It ain't about the wings you're eating. It's about the wing that flies you over the forest until you see the end of time itself. Shut up. How was the forest? (laughs) The forest was a lot of things. A lot of things. Is that a place to wrap? More questions than answers. I think that's the place to wrap. Because I I love the idea that they they undertake this, like, reality-bending, you know, journey of relinquishing control to the to the unpredictable nature of rea- of the cosmos. They come to this place that is, you know, rea- the laws of reality have run out. They look out over the infinite expanse. They turn around and then they just tell no one. Mm, I dig this. Where it's like the people who stay, that's their story. That's this their is story. like their town. You know, it's like me, you got to leave nature alone. It's this whole thing mm-hmm. of like, you got to let things be, you know, you can't, you know what I mean? You have to let it lie. You can't just, yeah. pick, you can't pick the mushroom. You got to let it grow. You know, you got to experience yeah. it. His whole thing is experiencing nature for yourself. You know, he'll take you through, but this is different. This is for him. Yeah. Oh, was experiencing f- this was for him. See, now we got the beginning of the story. That's what ignited it, I think, mm-hmm. was he's been taking people on these hikes his entire life. Yep. And showing people the majesty. And he, like, you know, he looks back on his long, long life and he's like, I've never done anything for myself. I've never taken a bit of like a hiking vacation because uh, I've never had to, you know, what what is there to do when you've seen everything? What traveling can you do until, you know, you hear about a place where reality is thin? Mm-hmm. Did he like it? I, I personally don't think he cared for it. You know, it's hard to say how you feel looking out over all that everything. Stirs up a lot of emotions in the heart, but really, what's the, what emotions, what twirling cocktail of emotions make up liking something? Mm. Is it not worth going on the journey if the, if the journey leaves you feeling a particular way? Does that render the trip meaningless? Shut up, man! <laughs> Answer the question! If, uh, was it dope? Did you have a good trip? <laughs>
goes on life-changing fucking reality-changing adventure, comes back. Oh, my God. Did you just tumble out of the Baron's wood? Did you make it back? You left like 10 years ago. How was it? What'd you see? Trees. You know, I've seen a forest in the past. It was fine. I saw I saw what I set out to see. Oh, God. I would be so mad. <laughs> How is Particle? Particle is Particle. They do their thing over there. Who? People live in it? I thought it was just a myth. You know, I think that's enough talking for one day. I think I'll take a nap. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Asshole. What a piece of Asshole. shit. <laughs> yep. I think that's a wrap. Like I think it is I think the answer to whether he likes it or not is simply a long winded, long winded zip. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of Oh god, what is it? This reminds me of a long, boring story. <laughs> I am upset. I love that we told the story of a town. I wanted it that was like a really big challenge that we've never really done. Where we're like, let's lay the groundwork of a new place. And then we'll tell it by exploring it with a person. It was hard, but we did it. I think we never done that before. Yeah, that was pretty wild. That was pretty cool. Um, Tam, thank you, VJ Nocturne's Lullaby, for your prompt. If you'd like to submit a prompt of your own, there are a gajillion ways you can do it so that we can create strange, weird towns. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. You can post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can email them to us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. You can post them to our Discord at bit.ly slash amfcdiscord. Or you can go to allmyfantasychildren.com. Yeah, if you want to submit a prompt that's, like, not just, like, a goofy sentence, that's fine. You can actually ask us questions like, can you rework? Like, I posed a challenge to Twitter where it's like, what class would you like us to rework? Like, you can have questions like, hey, can you discuss what, like, a night would be in this world and stuff like that? We'll take anything you got. And we will spin it into a stupid town named after stupid South Jersey stuff. Yep. Um, but be sure to check out our Wikipedia page, our Bandcamp, all linked on our website. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to load iTunes to see if we got any more reviews, but it's uh, I've got one in front of me. Oh, let's go. Um, so uh, this uh, we got an iTunes review, a five star review. I very much appreciated it from Jesse here. Uh, the title being Cornst Pure Juice, which I very much appreciate. <laughs> Best beverage on earth. Uh, the hosts have a great dynamic and somehow always create the most wild and amazing stories from just a few words from a prompt. They're very talented and you should be listening to them. Thank you, Jesse here. That is, wow, that's really fucking very nice. nice. So we have to give Jesse a compliment. What's something uh, really cool about Jesse? Um, or that we hope, we hope that you. Here's what I hope. If you are a person that, uh, you know, indulges in a vending machine i hope the next time you go to a vending machine no matter what the situation no matter when it is it could be 20 years from now it could be tomorrow i hope that the vending machine is loaded incorrectly and that you get an extra candy bar that's very good i have a quick one i hope that the next time like uh you're listening to like itunes or spotify or whatever youtube and you're listening to your music and a song that you didn't pick comes on but you love it. Like, that becomes mm, your new, like, favorite jam. You're like, oh, my God, who is this band? Who is this artist? Oh, my God, this is my new favorite genre. Oh, I hope that happens to you because that is an amazing feeling. That is an amazing experience. Thank you for your iTunes review. Uh, All My Fantasy Children is part of the One Shot Podcast Network. If you enjoyed uh, All My Fantasy Children, you should check out A Horror Borealis. It is 1996. Cell phones are a fantasy. Jinko jeans are in style. And there are monsters in the American wilds. In the town of Revenant, Alaska, just north of the Arctic Circle and just south of the nation's most untamed natural park. 
Three women from wildly different walks of life must come together in the face of monstrous beasts, unsavory politicians, and their own dangerous secrets in order to unite their community and discover the truth about a magic that just might save them all. Let's play Monster of the Week. Fuck yes. I love this. I've been listening and enjoying it a lot, so I figured I'd, I wanted to give it a shout out. Absolutely. Y'all need to go listen to that ASAP. The people involved are some of my favorite people. Yeah. And you need to get lovely. on that They're shit. lovely people. Yeah. So listen to Horror Borealis. Oh, Jeff has a second podcast, leaving the greatest for last. Um, yeah, uh, Party of One is an actual play focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week I sit down with a friend, we play a two-player game, we share some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really good time. New episodes drop Tuesdays at, uh, at partyofonepodcast.com. <laughs> I almost got it wrong, but I landed. I stuck the landing, and that's what's important. You know? Do you have a verbal hug this week? Oh, gosh, do I have a verbal hug this week? I want to say, uh, this is a verbal hug where I just really want to say, um, I hope that, that the work that you do, whether that be, you know, public facing or private, whether it be very small or very large, I, it is, this is a very simple one. I hope that you get to take a moment and just kind of look at it and go, this is pretty good. This is pretty excellent. I hope that you get that moment to appreciate, uh, the work that you put into the projects that you do, no matter what shape those projects take. I love that very much. Uh, it's a really, that's a really good point of finding, you find that really good place when you know that, like, the work I'm doing, I like, I like, it's a, it's a point to, you should like the work you're doing. Yeah. I hope you, I hope you get to work on a thing you like. Yeah. God, this week, uh, do something that just makes you happy to do it. I sat mm-hmm. in a coffee shop today and wrote the fucking, how Dusk Seabreeze became a knight. Will it ever get used? Maybe fucking not. But I loved doing it. I was like, this is dope. I'm on fire. And then when I was done, I was like, no, they might never make it into an episode or anything. Who gives a shit? But it felt super good. It was very, I hate using the word cathartic, but it was very cathartic. I think it's a good word for it. It is. So I hope you find that point. You know, sit down, do something you enjoy. Do something that releases your creativity, releases your passion. Just do something great that you love doing because you fucking love it. Yeah. Boom. All right. And... On that note, until next time, my friends, good night and good game. A town outside of what we can understand. A feather teetering on the edge of reality. When you're standing on the edge of that knife, who you are no longer matters. The forest has shed your skin, and you emerge in particle with a new start. To go backward is to reject all that the town is. So step forward, traveler. Give in to the flowing sea of static, and for the first time, take a breath. Don't start again. Just start. Enjoy all that the end of the world has to offer, dear traveler. Particle, welcome back. Paid for by the Particle Department of Tourism.